We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people, in this case our children, from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and we teach them to obey Christ. And kingdom parenting is about that. We recognize that we are in a warfare. But also kingdom parenting is about focusing on building the heart of the child instead of just the behaviors of the child. Mm. And we often talk about those two different outcomes. If your child behaviorally has very um, positive outcomes, you should be happy because that means that your child is a good example and can be praised by people. Mm. But your greatest focus also should be in the heart. Mm. What is the formula? Because children can mask a lot yeah. and hide and present you what they know <coughs> and expect of them. Mm. And a kingdom parent, though, focuses on building the heart. And John 6, 44 tells Jesus, says there, um, anyone who um, is meant to be mine, is meant to come to me, is drawn by the Father who has sent me. And so when we focus on building the heart, we are saying we need partnership with the Holy Spirit. That's what it means. Yeah. It we can't do it on our own. We, we, we can put routines at home to manage the external behavior, but we need the Holy Spirit convicting yeah. their heart. Mm. We are so desperate for that. Yeah. And so John 6, um, 44 reminds us that kingdom parenting focuses on that aspect of God draws people to him. Mm. Not your rules, not your sternness, not the fear that you instilled in your child, but God. And then the third is parenting that nurtures the image of God within your child. Because we know that we are all spirits. And God is the father of our spirits. And so when our child comes here, that's a thought from God. It is spiritual experience breaking into this realm. And <coughs> our job and our calling, our ministry in parenting is to nurture that image to a place where it can be led to its father. It's, its father is God, ultimately. And that's the pondering we're going to get into right now of how we administrate that process with wisdom. Nurturing is about caring and protecting. And so the image of God that is already um, the design after which our, child's are our children are made in the image of God is also locked within that little life. And our job is to care for it. Let's create an environment where that thing doesn't die over time, but it just gets bigger and bigger and bulges in the spirit of my child so that my child longs for his or her true father, who is the spirit, who is the creator of heaven and earth. And so parenting is a ministry and a calling. I want to read Hebrews 12 verse 9 there that talks about God being the father of our spirit. Hebrews 12 9 says, Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever. Let me start from verse 5, which says, and you have forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children. This is what God said. 
My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. And as you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If you don't, if God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. Since then, we respected our fathers who disciplined us, submit then to the discipline of the father of our spirit to live forever. For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, that's us, that's the ministry that we do. Mm. For our early fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best that they know how. Mm. Wouldn't we say that's what we're doing? Whatever God has taught us, that's what we're doing. Mm. Doing the best that we know how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. And of course, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way and that's the that's the whole definition of what kingdom parenting is all about mm -hmm. it's about recognizing that warfare it's about focusing on the heart it's about nurturing the image of God and the goal really is to direct and guide our children <clears throat> with a spiritual end in view there's this end that we have in view. That's the goal of kingdom parenting. And the end is a functional human in Christ. That's the end. That's the goal of it all. That's why we do this. That's why we recognize. That's why we focus. That's why we nurture. We've seen humans being built and we've seen the limitation of that human. We no longer want that. We don't want that for our children. We want um, children that will grow up and be functional in their spiritual orientation so that it benefits them in the long run. Mm. Yeah, and so then the question of personal salvation is really more of a question of readiness as opposed to a question of age. Mm. I did want to phrase it as age because that's what we tend to, that's the thing that appetizes us as parents. My child is seven, my child is eight, still not eight. That's in very numerical in our approach of that. But really, essentially, it's an issue of readiness. And um, this readiness um, is about the readiness of the child. Is my child ready? But also it's about the readiness of you, the parent, in your process of uh, partnering with your child. So the readiness of the child um, is about being a present parent, you. Who can perceive your child, your child's openness of heart to the moment of salvation. Mm -hmm. If you are not a present parent, not just physically and emotionally, but also spiritually mm -hmm. around your child, you will not have the spiritual perception to recognize the moment of God when it arrives in the life mm -hmm. of your child. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the readiness of a child is key in the moment of salvation. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, as a parent, um, then focus on um, having that faith to expect that your child can be saved. 
Yeah. Sometimes as yeah. parents, we don't even expect that. We like we just pray and crossing our fingers. God, this horrible child, can you just intervene from heaven? Sometimes we can actually lack faith for our children and look at ourselves, maybe in our limitations, or maybe look at our families. No one is saved, and then we begin to compare ourselves with other people. Oh, that family is so saved, and then we don't focus on growing our faith to believe and expect that our my child is and will be saved. Mm -hmm. I can pray for that. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, expect that of God. But also to inspire. Mm -hmm. Being a present parent so that you can go to, the, to, 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 to your closet and pray for inspiration from God to create moments inside of your home, inside of your, you know, experience with your child that invite the opportunity for salvation. Mm -hmm. So also, making our child ready and like plodding him along to a circumstance that says you can receive Christ. Mm -hmm. Whether it can be a birthday, there are different creative ways that we can do this, inspiring our children. We can maybe celebrate our own birthday at home when then the child knows that when it's my mm -hmm. mom's birthday, she makes muffins and then she starts to talk about her life how she met the lord and she makes a big deal about it mm -hmm. it's your birthday but really it's an avenue of inspiring your child mm -hmm. for that moment of personal salvation so we are partnering with the holy spirit in doing that and you know it's stuff that you tailor make for and make age appropriate for your child so if you know that your child is small you're going to focus on maybe not the external part Mm. of the stuff so that they you grab their attention but you know that the moment that you're after is the moment of spiritual inspiration mm. so that they are appetized mm. to salvation but maybe if your child is a teenager the, the, the approach is different you, you would know your children but you want to be selling if I can say salvation to your child mm. all the time it's part of what uh, we want to do and proverbs 22 verse 6 actually exhorts us in that in this way that you know if you teach a child and direct them in the way that they should go then they will not deviate from it mm -hmm. and that's your faith it's like i'm gonna you know be creating these um little inspiring spiritual moments in the journey of my child so that that when that moment hits you know I partner with God in the moment mm -hmm. and don't shy away from it. Mm -hmm. So the readiness of the child, but also the readiness of you, the parent. And really the readiness of a parent is about being um, spiritually stirred. We can be parents that are, are spiritually dull sometimes. We can't be dull over time. Mm -hmm. And part of your, your concern and desire for your child to, to be saved is to focus on being a spiritually stirred parent because when that moment arrives it doesn't come knocking according to your terms sometimes mm -hmm. and you want to be ready in season and out of season <coughs> you don't want when that moment has arrived on your child and it's like mm, i don't think i'm in a good i don't even know what the scripture is for personal salvation <laughs> because i'm not even i'm waiting for this moment where i'm hoping that it's going to be done in church you know by someone else i'm not spiritually stirred in my Disciplines of faith, which are, mm -hmm. I go to church, I fellowship, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
I'm spiritually healthy. But also, I'm not spiritually stirred in my spiritual disciplines, which are, I pray and I facilitate, you know, family devotion, our marriages in a good place that makes it appetizing for our children to see that kingdom marriages work and Jesus works. Mm. Jesus is important. Without him, it's not so great. Mm. I mean, those are the things that we want to be ready in so that the moment of um, salvation when it comes in the environment, it, it's, an, it's an optimal environment. Mm. So um, if we read um, 2 Timothy 4, verse 2 to 5, maybe let's do that, let's open that. Verse 2 to 5 says, Preach the word of God. Be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not, but be prepared. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people. I know this is a verse to Timothy, and your people is the church, but we can put ourselves there. Our people are our children, you know? So this scripture says, um, patiently correct your child, rebuke your child, encourage your, 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 your little people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. That time is coming for each and every one of our child. That season comes as they grow older and, you know, the evil nature comes and grasps away that seemingly innocent thing inside of them. And it says they will follow their own desires. They will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. And this is an issue of peer, peer groups as our mm. children grow older. They reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind, parent. Keep a clear mind in every situation. And don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Don't, mm. don't feel like even when your child fails in front of the believers, it's because that can be quite a suffering thing for a, for a parent. Sometimes we attach too much of our children's spiritual journey to our mm. the quality of our parenting. Mm. And we hide our children. We hide their limitations. Sometimes to the point where they can't even get help. Because we like to just put that on the table. That my child is struggling with that. Means something about me and my parenting. Meantime, you know that... You've been doing that, but your child is not responding. So now you need intervention. And so um, I like the scripture because it warns us of that. It says, don't do that. Don't. Don't be afraid of mm -hmm. suffering. Because mm -hmm. that's suffering for the Lord. It's like you did. You put in your words, but you're not getting, you know, the, the benefit of it. Um, work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given to you. And that's the ministry of nurturing that image of God um, so that our child can be led to Christ. Yeah, so considerations as we direct and guide our children to this point of personal salvation. 2 Timothy 3.15 is a famous one that we used in Elysine. And we want to consider teaching scripture from childhood so that our children have wisdom to receive salvation so always consider that add it to your mix 
of inspiration, teaching the scripture from childhood. Don't wait until you, yeah. even when your child can't read. I know now, even our green groups, some of our green groups right now, they are just started grade one. They don't know how to read, they don't know how to write, but they've got pretty Bibles, pages. And <laughs> it's your job as a parent to open that Bible and read because children hear, yeah. even if they don't read and they don't write, but they hear. And they have great imagination and in fact it's the time to take advantage of That's that right. when they were little they can animate a lot of things and animation um connects so much to prophetic realities you know mm. and spiritual inspiration you want to take advantage of that time to create an atmosphere for your child so consider teaching scripture from childhood focus on it be di diligent in it number two um um, children get to know right from wrong by being taught so if you don't teach your child when an opportunity presents itself at home and you teach this was wrong this was right and you explain the reasons your child is growing in understanding that there are good things and there are bad things mm -hmm. in life and that makes their spirit mm -hmm. ready for conviction because conviction is about that for you to be saved is to realize that there's some bad stuff I've got them and there's some good stuff that God has. He's doing good things. He died for my sin. Mm -hmm. So it, it grows the, your child's <clears throat> ability to be convicted and accept that spiritual movement of salvation. Yeah, so let's consider that. And also um, consider that um, in, in the development of children, a sense of right and wrong grows at different degrees with each child according to personality and I mean heart issues of a child so you don't want to copy paste you know your neighbor's child what what they're doing but also even with inside of your own children yeah. no one child is the same as the other even in the same yeah. household so mm, the job of parenting is a is a hard job is a time-consuming job and you want to make sure that you have partnership inside <coughs> of your marriage to have all eyes on deck for that kind of you know look out for our child and then also the issue of um i think guilt versus conviction and sometimes our children um after being disciplined can can go through repentance and remorse but from a place of fear and not really from a place of conviction they just yeah. fear that yeah. you know yeah. there, are, there are certain consequences that come with having done this and i'm going to say sorry because saying sorry makes me get out of it but we want to always be um, spiritually alert to study the, the hearts of our children. Mm -hmm. like, my, child, my child is hard. Mm -hmm. You know, my child is manipulative. Mm -hmm. and, and go to God with those things. Don't just carry them as things that maybe worry you and then maybe shame you. But it's like, go to that room and say, God, break that heart. Mm -hmm. You know, to labor yeah. so that salvation comes mm -hmm. to your child. Yeah. So these are the scriptures um, on the issue of personal salvation. We want to be directing and guiding our children. We want to be spiritually optimum, expecting, inspiring, guiding. And we don't want to just be scripture parents. 
for our children. You know, like anything that happens, the scripture says, it's the mom says, mom says, dad says, yeah, the right. child is being parented by you, although you're leading them to God. There's an aspect of you that needs to transfer there. And also not being unapproachable spirits. You know, like I was just saying that they, God is the father of all spirits and he's approachable, he's yeah. loving. But also you, that's what you mimic in your mm. home, that spirit. And so to be an, an unapproachable spirit as a parent is a thing <coughs> to go to God with and say, God, break me. I want to be approachable. Sometimes it's a personality issue. Mm. Sometimes it's a history issue. Mm. Yeah. Like just from your history, maybe in your home, your parents were cold and you just, you're just cold around children. Mm. And you want mm. to make sure that your spirit is approachable for the yeah. sake of your child interacting with salvation, but also for um, the benefit of your child, because then it closes the door for the enemy. You shut mm -hmm. it, and, and and your child longs and wants God, mm -hmm. as opposed to anything else that is not God. Yeah. Mm -hmm.